You're listening to Prosperous Coach Podcast with host Rhonda Hess, helping you to choose a smart coaching niche and launch your coaching business with confidence. Hey, coaches. This episode is super short, but it's potent. Find the show notes at prosperouscoach.com slash 87. Do you ever have the feeling that people in your inner circle are not supporting your choice to grow a coaching business? It can be subtle. Family or friends seem to not take interest when you talk about it. Maybe their eyes glaze over or they change the subject quickly. Or it can be overt. Someone directly questions your wisdom in starting a coaching business or taking a bold step in it. Or it can be in shadow where someone teases you about coaching. Coaching, unfortunately, is misunderstood by most people. The field's reputation has been damaged somewhat by too many people calling themselves a coach who aren't, and it's been made fun of in the media. It's one of the reasons why I encourage coaches not to sell coaching, but rather to target a narrow, viable audience and solve a very specific big problem that audience has. When you do that, you will use your coaching to serve your clients, but you will not try to convince prospects of the value of coaching. You're not going to be selling coaching. It's a really interesting mindset shift that I encourage you to take. You see, coaching is a toolbox, not what people will buy. So for more about this critical mindset shift for new coaches, I want you to listen to an episode. It's a listener's choice episode, number seven at prosperouscoach.com slash seven. And if you've listened to it already and you haven't come away from that with a clear understanding about not selling coaching, I think you should listen again. There's also more about this in episode number 65, which you can find at prosperouscoach.com slash 65. Now, skepticism is more about the skeptic than it is about you. In fact, it might all be about the skeptic. Sometimes skepticism comes in the form of strong opinions about what you should or should not do in your coaching business. Sometimes, as I am working with a VIP client to build their business foundation, I will hear that their spouse or a trusted friend has criticized their move to target a narrow audience and focus their niche. But you know what? People who are not in the know about marketing and about how to run a successful business often do think that niching is counterintuitive. That's an amateur blunder. So don't listen to people about that. Listen to experts. Narrowing and niching is highly strategic. Counterintuitive moves often are highly strategic. Another scenario with skeptics is that you ask directly for support, such as asking friends to share your posts on social channels. But maybe you get no takers amongst your inner circle, just silence, and it really feels awful. And sometimes the skeptic thing is just a look in someone's eyes. Let's say you decide to invest in an expert to help you grow your business, and you get this baleful look as if it's crazy to invest in your success. Well, it's not. Investing in business startup is not only normal, but it's also smart and unavoidable. 
It's part of the barrier to entry. You just have to invest. Time, energy, money. Everyone does it. Whatever the situation, skepticism, when it comes your way, can really feel lousy. And it can derail you from your vision. Now, I call these skeptics, these folks and situations, petty tyrants. It's a concept I've taken from Carlos Castaneda. You might have heard about it. A petty tyrant is a naysayer. They can sometimes be downright cruel about it, but most often a petty tyrant is a person that means well. They love you. What's really going on is that that person is concerned for you because you're taking a risk that they would not take. Or more likely, they're envious on some level because you're taking a risk they wish they had the courage to take themselves. Ultimately, petty tyrants are in your life for one major thing, and that is to test your resolve. To be a successful entrepreneur, you need to grow a pair. You need thicker skin because your resolve is going to be tested many times. I'm 20 years in and I'm still getting tested. A couple of years ago, my husband was deeply skeptical about me starting a podcast. And it was out of love. He didn't want me to pour energy into something that wouldn't pay off. And he really didn't know anything about podcasts. But guess what? I stuck to my decision. And it's paid off big time for me and keeps paying off. Launching my podcast was a lot easier for me because I was part of a few peer groups of podcasters. Support is always critical when you're doing something like building a business. And that's why I strongly suggest to coaches that you create a group of peers, like-minded people who will be vulnerable with you and support you as you support them to grow your business. And also consider finding a mentor to guide you as well. Finally, give yourself credit for your courage. You've taken big steps to enroll in coach training, possibly to quit your job or take advantage of losing a position by doing what you've always dreamed of doing. You're seizing the day. You are the hero here. You are the one following a path less traveled because you value meaning over status quo. So square your shoulders, raise your chin, and smile lovingly at those petty tyrants. You will prove them wrong, and you can do it with grace. Stay inspired and make things happen. I'm so glad you tuned in to Prosperous Coach Podcast. Please share this episode with other coaches. And if you're listening on the iTunes podcast app, review this show. Joel Bass did my theme music. Thanks, Joel.